Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong moms, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Mama's New Strong Podcast. So today I want to talk about this whole struggle with finding the time, finding the time for you, finding the time to work out, finding the time to cook yourself healthy meals, whatever your goal is right now, and you feel like time is that barrier that that's keeping you from um, reaching that thing. It's just, if you find yourself always saying, like I don't have enough time you know and I'm not this episode is not going to be one of those episodes where we're going to be like well everybody has the same 24 hours in a day and you got to make it happen like I remember reading those quotes especially as I became a mom and it made me feel bad it's like that I was like some hot mess mom that couldn't get her shit together you know like look at this mom over here doing all this stuff right and she has the same amount of hours in a day as me. So what, why can't I do it? And what I want to show you today is some practical things that you can start doing on a daily basis, a weekly basis that could actually free you up and having more time. And also, I want you to reevaluate and to rethink about like how you are spending your time. Because really, it's not a matter of man, if I could only just have like 30 hours in a day, right? Like I I used to think that like, man, if I just, if there was just more hours in a day, but really what it comes down to is just how are you spending that time and how can we tweak things? What can we do to create like systems or have these things that we do that can actually give us back more of that time? Not that it's creating more time, but it's like actually giving us back more time and being able to use that time for, you know, for you, right? Like, cause you deserve to have some time for yourself, but I understand the legitimate struggle that you're feeling right now that, well, I just, I don't have that time. Like I'm going to be last. I know I need to take care of me and set myself up at supporty, but I'm like barely trying to survive. Like I'm barely swimming water here and getting, making sure everybody gets what they need. And at this point, my kids are lucky that they get fed. <laughs> you know, that is, that's, if that's how you feel, that's very normal. A lot of us moms deal with that. And I go through phases of feeling like that, to be like completely honest. Like we have we have days, I have days when that happens, but I have things I can fall back on and remember, okay, this is what I do when I'm on point, when I'm on track, and this gives me this time to do this. And I'm going to share with you those things. A lot of these things are things that I do personally that I've been doing for a while, and it works for me. And I want you to keep in mind that, yes, I am a stay-at-home mom. I do work in the mornings. But at one point in time, I I was working with a side job, a full-time job, a side job. I was having, I had a toddler and I was pregnant. Um, So there's, I know what that feels like. And that is even more reason to have a lot of these things together. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a working mom, all this stuff, 
can apply to you the same. All right, so let's get started. I know this is um, you're really you're like yes. Now get to the get to the juicy stuff. So the first thing is first. I always say this, right? We got to have awareness of what is going on before we can change anything. So I want you to reevaluate how you spend your time. That way we can get rid of the time suckers that are not aligned with your goals. So what this could look like is legitimately just writing down everything you do every hour for the for the day or just even being mindful like in a couple of days, how are you spending your time? Because a lot of the times we get in these habits of doing these things to zone out or just to like chill out or whatever the case may be. That's actually taking time away that we could be using that to be doing something um, that we really want to do for ourselves, right? And a lot of times, like I said, we just get stuck in these routines and ruts that are just not routines and schedule, like the systems that are not, um, they're just not helping us, right? They're just not for us. And then we feel even more shame and guilt because we're not doing those things we really know we want to do deep down. And it's because we spend our time in ways that we're just not in alignment with that. So what this can mean uh, when I talk about like time suckers is things like scrolling a lot on Instagram or just being on Facebook a lot or so, some type of social media, um, mindless, I call it mindless TV because that's really what it was, is. And I'm not here to bash TV. I do watch it occasionally, but it's not something I watch every day. I go days without watching TV. Um, and social media, I keep that to a minimum. Um, some of you guys will see that I am not on social media a lot. Like I'll literally take off a week or so off of social media and not post a lot because I do have to take that time, downtime for me and, um, you know, if it's getting in the way of me showing up for my family, showing up for how uh, my goals, then I'm going to, you know, that that's not a priority in my life. Um, I'm trying to think of other time sucks. Uh, it's really just looking at this is going to be individualized for you. But, you know, asking yourself, look at how you're spending the time in your day and asking yourself, like, is this in aligned with what I want to be like really deep down, like, what I'm not going to say like I know what I should be doing but really like what are those things that are going to get you to where you want to be right um so that would be the first thing is awareness now I'm going to talk about next about creating systems and routines that actually save you time because a lot of the times yes we have to clean Yes, we have to do, we have to cook. Yes, we have to do all these things. We have to go grocery shopping, all of the above, but we can do it in a way that's actually going to save us more time, right? Sometimes the way we go about that is actually taking up more time than it should be. So really looking at how can we optimize those things that have to happen in our day, in our week, our daily routines, and how can we optimize that? So what I'm going to share with you is some routines and systems that I have around for the first one I'm going to share with you is, cl- is cleaning, okay? So it's like something we all have to do as moms. We all dread it, right? And in a good example of a of how this can um, play out is laundry, right? Sometimes does it feel like you have never entered laundry, like you're always doing laundry? I used to feel like that too. And then I listened to a lot of podcasts. I'm kind of remembering who I got this from. It might be... I forgot her name. Her name's Allie and she has the purpose show. And she shared a couple of things with me that kind of helped me to change up a little bit of how I go about like my cleaning schedule. And it has made a really big difference. So I don't feel like I'm constantly always cleaning. And for laundry, what has really helped me is 
in the morning, I put a load of laundry in. And then in the evening, I fold it. Like I, I do a load of laundry every day. So that way it doesn't accumulate where I'm doing tons of laundry on the weekend when I could be spending time with my family and my husband's one day off. I I don't. Um, and it can be very overwhelming when you're doing a whole day of laundry because I've done that, like coming back from like a long trip or something. And it just ends up all on your bed. And it, it's just like, I don't want to fold all this. But it's so manageable when you just do one load a day. And if you're thinking right now, like, how is that possible? Because I can't mix colors with whites. There's these sheets, they're called color catchers, and you can buy them at HB, Walmart, or wherever. And you just throw them in there and it will catch the colors. And I legit, they like legitimately work. I've done white shirts with like really brightly colored shirts. And you'll see when you take the like that little. Uh, it's like a little sheet, looks like a dryer sheet out that there's actually color on it. Like it really does catch color. So that takes away that whole like keeping you from doing that whole routine. But I find it's very helpful. Another thing with dishes, dishes can seem like they pile up. And then, you know, the more that it piles up, just like laundry, the less likely you want to do it. Like you're dreading it even more. So you just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So what I have found that works for us or for me, because I'm the one doing the dishes, right, is every night I run the dishwasher. It doesn't matter if it's all the way full or not. I run it every night. And in the morning when I wake up for my husband, part of my morning routine is why after I get his lunches packed is I unload the dishwasher. And then that's when I go and I do the load of laundry that I was just talking about. So that kind of, that really helps um, with dishes. And then I also, I hand wash like the dishes that I cook with after each meal. I don't let it pile up for like the whole day and I sure as hell don't go to sleep at night with dirty dishes because then I feel like overwhelmed in the morning you know I already have dishes all in dirty dishes in the sink and that has helped um, other things are if I'm using something if I'm cooking something in the oven I line a cookie I line things with foil a lot because it's an easy disposal I just take the foil off throw it away and it makes cleaning very easy like sometimes I don't even have to clean the sheet that I you know, if I had foil on there. Other things that I have found helpful um, is I've been really using my pressure cooker a lot. And so it's like a crock pot, you know, it's like one pan and that's all you have to to wash. So I'm a big fan of uh, cooking dishes where it's like you only get one or two dishes dirty and that's it. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit later about minimalism and how that has helped me in my house, but I don't have that many dishes, um, like cooking stuff. I just have what I need. And so it's like, this has also helped me too. It's like, if I, if I use this cooking, like I use a lot of the same dishes, right, to cook with. And if those are dirty, and those are the only ones I have, like I have to wash those for the next, to cook with the next meal, if that makes sense. So it also forces you to have to clean dishes because you know, like, okay, I'm going to need this later when I cook again. Um, so those are some things. Also with the cleaning, uh, cleaning daily cleaning schedule has helped me a lot too. Uh, what does that mean is I grew up and my mom, actually, this is probably not a good example. Um, well, it kind of is like she, when she worked, there was like one day out of the week. Um, like I think it was like a Saturday morning or whatever. And she used that to like clean, massive clean the house. Um, and then of course she picked up as she go, she picked up a little bit, you know, I always, my mom's house is always like 
really it's always clean like my mom just doesn't is not a messy person and she's not like I grew up where you know there wasn't a lot of mess there wasn't a lot of clutter she's not a clutter bug um and anyways so she would just use that one day to massive clean and that's how a lot of us do it especially if we're working but what I have found that is very helpful is once again breaking it up doing one thing every day so like for example one day you clean the bathrooms. When the next day is living room, the next day is kitchen. Of course, you're like picking up those little things throughout the day, but I'm talking like when you're doing the bathroom, it's it's like you're washing, um, you know, you're doing the toilets and you're doing the sink and the like all those like more deep cleaning things that aren't just like a daily pickup on those days. So every day you guide, you can break down your house into a daily like to do and it seems it's very less overwhelming. Like, and I like it a lot because now when like I have, say if company's gonna come over at the last minute, then nothing's like really, really dirty um, because I've been kind of cleaning those, deep cleaning those things like every day. Um, I just pick a different area. So it's it's really makes it a lot easier like last minute um, company instead of like, oh crap, like (laughs) the only time I can have somebody come over is on the weekend because I do my massive cleaning on Saturday morning. Uh, let's see. The next thing is grocery pickup is like the all, like the all for me. Um, being that for one, I live in an oil filled area. I, H-E-B is an hour away from me. Yeah, heard me right. <laughs> H-E-B is an hour away. So I already have that drive time that takes up a lot of my time. But taking a five-year-old and a three-year-old that are very active into H-E-B is that that will stress you out like no other. It's like you're in total war zone like mode the whole time. So um, it's just better that I can make an order like I do the H-E-B curbside pickup make an order, set a time, go pick it up. My kids usually fall asleep in the car and then they don't even wake up. I just help the the people bring it to your car and you put it in your car and you leave. And I have also found that actually helps me to save money because when we go to HEB, especially if we're bringing our kids or our bigger kid, our husband, (laughs) I do not like bringing my husband to HEB. I always spend more money with when I have them with me because they're picking and grabbing things. And then I'm more likely, even if I have a list to forget something, um, I'm even more likely to pick up things that I usually don't. So when I do an eight online, like that grocery pickup order, it saves time. It saves money. It's, it's just an all win. Okay. So the next thing is meal planning. I've done a survey before and I asked women, how often do you go grocery shopping? And the average was three times a week. And I'm like, whoa, like, do you know how much time you're wasting? If you were to meal plan and you go just one time a week, how much you could be saving that time. You could be using that time to work out or you could be using that time to whatever you want to use it for, right? More than likely you're wanting, if you're listening to this podcast then you're, you could use that to work out, right? Um, So really, what are, like I said, these are things that have to happen. You have to go grocery shopping, you have to eat, but how can we, really optimize the time we spend. And meal planning is that, you know, what I do is I don't always pick up my groceries the same day every week. You know, I'll try to really maximize everything in my house, like everything in my fridge and things that I have um, before I go. And so sometimes that changes. But either way, I always do an inventory. Like, well, first I'll make a list. Well, 
I do inventory a lot because based on what I have will kind of dictate like some of the meals that I might make. Say I have um, something in the freezer or I have canned of this or whatever that is left over, then I need to utilize it, especially if it's something fresh that's going to go bad soon. Um, so I make my meal plan around that and then I do an inventory of what I have before I even like I'll look at all the ingredients for all of my recipes that I'm going to make. Okay, what do I have here and what do I don't? And then I create my grocery pickup order. Um, and so that is another way that you're saving time and definitely saving money on that as well. So once I get my food, there's something else that I do during the week that is very key. It's something that I do all the time is I, I, it's called batch cooking or I overcook, you know, I cook, you cook, the whole idea is you cook once and you eat multiple times from that. So what does that look like? Um, I pretty much every dinner that I ever make, I overcook. I overcook it on purpose so that way I have lunch the next day or I have lunches to give my husband to work the next day. Um, Or my favorite is having leftover night where one night I don't have to cook. It's like, okay, we're going to eat all the leftovers in the fridge. And that is really helpful on like, like I said, you're, you're not wasting food, right? Because some of us would do leftovers and then we don't eat them. If you designated, you keep, you keep accumulating leftovers and then you have a leftover night. Well, there you go. Also, it saves money in the sense where if you're somebody that's always buying your lunches when you're at work or when you're going on your lunch break, um, you can overcook your dinner and guess what? You have lunch for the next day. That's probably one of my favorite ways to meal prep. Like it is, it's a way of meal prepping, right? You're prepping your lunch by overcooking your dinner. So that's something else that can save you time in the kitchen. Um, another thing is Amazon subscribe and save. I am an Amazon Aholic, <laughs> like to say the least. I'm not kidding, guys. I order toilet paper and paper towels and everything, trash bags, toothpaste. I do not go to Walmart. I don't like Walmart. I especially don't like Walmart where I live because it, like I said, I live in an oil field area and the Walmart is crazy around here. It doesn't matter when you go, there's tons of people there. And a lot of the times they're out of stuff because they're ransacked from the oil field. Like there's just so much amount of influx of people living in this area. Um, so I just rather not go. And it's just so nice and peaceful. Like I can't remember the last time I've been to Walmart in this area. So I order everything on subscribe and save. And not only that is on Amazon subscribe and save. And you have to be an Amazon Prime member. Um, so you pay like a monthly, a yearly um, fee to be and be an Amazon Prime member. And it's not that expensive. I forgot what it is. Now I've had it for years. Anyways, you can do Amazon subscribe and save. And if you put, if you have more than five items on your monthly subscribe and save, you save 15% off the whole order. And which the prices are already very comparable to Walmart. So I actually save. So I always buy things in bulk. Like every other month I'll buy in bulk toilet paper or paper towels or whatever we need around the house. And I actually save money doing that. And then we never run out of things. And I don't have to waste time at Walmart. And I can... Every month you can um, add and choose like what you want on that subscribe and save. And also you can change the date. You can, um, you know, pause your order, like don't have an order that month if you don't need something. Like it's very customizable and easy. And if you are a mom that has kids in diapers, Amazon Prime is amazing. Um, I want to say that, and I don't know if they do this still, but I saved 20% on diapers whenever I was Amazon 
Amazon subscribe and save. I don't know if they still do that, but they like maybe like a, two years ago, they did that. So you might want to look into that and that saves you trips and it saves you time, right? So really looking at what, once again, going back to these things that I have to do is this, I know I have to do these things, but am I doing them in a way that's like optimizing my time? So let's talk about some other things. Um, one thing that if you are somebody that's like, I don't have the time to work out because I, you know, my kids and I have to wait for my husband to come home and then my husband doesn't want to watch the kids. If you are near a gym that has provides childcare, that is, um, it's amazing. Like that is my, I, I, that's the only way I will work out. I will not work out at home. I can't work out at home. I'll be completely honest. I cannot motivate myself to work out at home. I love being in the atmosphere of a gym. It's very inspiring, motivating for me to see other people working out. And I can focus on me because if I was to work out at home, I'd be interrupted all the time by my kids. And then I would just get frustrated and give up. And I've heard other moms say the same thing. It's very hard to work out at home and then with their kids. The other thing is... My kids love going to the gym. They love the daycare. It helps them to interact with other kids. So especially if you're a stay-at-home mom that has young kids, it's great for interactions before they go to school. They start learning how to interact with other kids and play with them. So it's not just good for you. It's really good for your kids. And it's not that expensive. When I lived in Fort Worth, I think it was $10 per kid for the month, like 20 bucks a month to take your kids to the day to um, go to the gym with you. Like it, it's, you can't really ask for any cheaper. So really I would take advantage of that. And then that takes away that part of like, well, I, I don't have time to go to the gym. Well, you know, see it as something you're doing for you and your kids. The next thing is minimalizing. I said I was going to kind of go to this. Do you feel like you're always cleaning the same crap. Do you feel like it's always the same messes? You're always spending your time doing cleaning up these, like I said, these same messes. And yes, that happens, right? Because you're always cleaning the same things. But if you find like that's really accumulating a lot of your time or it's like you can't catch up or you can't, like that's all that consumes your day, even if you're, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom too, then you probably need to minimize things. You probably need to declutter. You need to get rid of stuff. And it is, and this is not just me like making this up. When we are in a cluttered environment, like we can't think straight. It clutters our mind. It stresses us out. Like this is actually like legit science. You can look it up. I don't, I don't know the exact, um, you know, studies or anything, but it really does affect you and your mindset. So decluttering, that's been one thing. And I'm, I'm actually in the process of redoing it. So like every so often I'll go through all my clothes. I'll go through every, everything and I will just throw away a bunch of stuff and you and I know it sounds like I'm making it sound like really easy but I'm a recovering like not hoarder but <laughs> when I was younger I I had a hard time letting go of things because I'm like what if I need this later what if I need that was always my thing and then I'd like panic and I'm like it's giving me anxiety like should I get rid of this or not but, like what if I need this one day and over time I've learned to like let go of things and be like okay the service purpose but I don't need it now my mom kind of helped me through that one of those things when I was growing up was she's like if you haven't worn it and I forgot what she used to say. Like, if you haven't worn it in six months, you need to get rid of it, right? So there's like little things my mom has instilled in me that has helped me out, but I never really applied it till now. Um, but I love it. I love the whole minimalization, minimal, minimalism thing, right? I, I like, for example, my mobile home is like 
slightly under 1400 square feet. It's like 13. I can't remember exactly like 1350, 1340. And to some people I have, and I have two kids, right? And some people think like, wow, that's like so small, but I actually like it. I like it because it makes, in my closet's tiny guys. So it like forces me to really think about what I bring into my home because there's not that much space already. And, you know, I ask myself, like, do I really like this? Like, if I love this and it really is bringing me joy, then I'll get it. And of course, there's times where I like compulsive buy stuff. And then later I'm like, crap, like I have to get rid of something else or I have to get rid of this. And I just have to let go of that thing. Um, but really, you know, thinking about is, is, uh, am I just managing too much stuff is what it is, right? Because that's really what it is when you're like always cluttered and stuff. You're just always trying to manage these things. But if you had less of those things, then, you know, just let, like, you wouldn't have to do that. A good example is, guys, when my kids were younger, I used to buy them a lot. I used to not buy them a lot of toys, but I wanted to, like, stimulate like their playtime like I'm gonna buy them these blocks I'm gonna buy them this like these all these little pieces of things and my husband drove my husband crazy especially blocks I don't know what I had the same problem my kids blocks and um anyway so it would drive him crazy and my kids wouldn't play with them but yet I felt so bad about like throwing them away but yet they would I would put them up and then they would just go in there and just throw them all over the room and then walk out and not even play with them and then I was picking them up every day every day multiple times times and finally I was like you know what I'm going through their room and I'm getting rid of all this crap that they don't play with guess what they didn't miss it and it made things so much easier for me because it was like it's less crap to have to clean up and you know and that's another thing is we don't I don't buy my kids a lot of stuff like um I don't buy them a lot of toys uh, when we have Christmas like before Christmas I'll go through their room and get rid of all their stuff and a lot of the stuff is like they've outgrown it like they're just not developmentally in that stage anymore they don't play with it you know at first whenever they're younger I used to feel really guilty about this and now I don't because also I know that like I said too much clutter is not um it's going to it's going to mess with your mind, right? And so the same thing with children is like I've noticed when there's just tons of stuff in the room and it's thrown everywhere, like they don't play in it. But when I clean it up and there seems like things are organized and there's less, then they're more likely to play with it, if that makes any sense. So find out what are things that I can get rid of. Like I, I, you need to be in a place where it's like you are not letting you, the stuff you own own you because you're constantly managing it. And that can cut down a lot of time too. Um, let's see. Another is recruit help. Have daily cleaning, even daily cleaning routines with your kids or ask your husband. It's okay. Like I get it. Wonder Woman syndrome. <laughs> like I have that too. I have a very, very hard time asking people for help because I don't want to bother them. And then this is something I still work through, but you can start small, like with your kids, having them help you clean. My kids are three and five and it's not perfect. And yes, it can be a pain in the butt to make them clean something because I could have cleaned it a lot faster than them. But um, we do like before my husband comes home, my husband's home by about six. Um, we do dinner. And sometimes, not all the time, like they'll help me with dinner, they'll do things with dinner, but they we also clean up. So this is not like a huge cleaning. This is like, okay, 15, 20 minutes of us just like decluttering or like putting the, mostly it's just putting the toys up, maybe cleaning down the counters. It's really not a big deep clean, but it's something like a routine thing that we do at the same time every day. And it gets easier. Yes, there's some days that they're fighting me over it, but they're helping me 
yes, it would have taken me less time to clean it, but I'm just not having to clean it at all. So that frees my time. It's just taking them longer, right, to do it. So they they can, your kids can help. And doesn't matter like how old they are. Like I think like starting at two or three, you know, like I said, Millie's three. She actually cleans better than her brother that's five. Um, so let them help you do things um, and teach them how to do things. It, it does take time at first to teach them how to do things. But once they get it, it's going to save you time later on not having to do that thing anymore. More, right. Another thing, um, example of this is my kids have a clothes hamper and it's right outside of the bathroom and they know, and I have them trained that when you take a bath or you're changing clothes, like you go put your clothes up in the hamper. So that like saves me time from having to run around looking at all these clothes. Like, is this clean? Is this not, you know, so just like little things like that, that can make your day a lot more smoother and just your life in general, really. Um, the next thing is say no, (laughs) say no more often. Another thing, I am a recovering people pleaser. Um, it's really hard for me to tell people no. Um, and this is something that, like I said, I'm working on and you've got to realize that when you say yes to something, that means you're saying no to something else. So what do I mean by that? So if you have, for example, volunteered to do something and you really don't want to do it, but you feel obligated, like something going on at your kid's school, um, And what you're saying is you're saying yes to that thing, but you're saying no to spending that time in another way. Like you could be using that time to do something like you really want to do. And the thing is we guilt ourselves. We're trying to be like the, we, we have these, I guess like these things we tell ourselves, like if I don't volunteer for my kid's function at school, then I'm a bad mom or I don't look like a bad mom. I'm going to be completely honest. (laughs) My kids don't go to school yet. My my son's going to start kindergarten this fall, which is really exciting for both of us actually. But they used to go to a a child's day out daycare school two times out of the week. And there'd be times where they would do parties or something like going on, like some, not like a a holiday party. I usually would make that, but it'd be like, oh, uh, the police are going to come visit them at the school and you can come too if you want. And there's times also like where they do have parties and it's like, oh, you can take your kid home after the party if you want to. And I don't participate in that. Like my kid will stay at school. Maybe my might be one of the only kids that stays there, the daycare. And then I might be one of those parents that just doesn't go to like those little things like, oh, the police are coming. You can see the police or firemen. I don't do those kinds of things. Um, and some mom, and you might be like, oh my gosh, you're a bad mom. <laughs> Or you might be thinking like, oh my gosh, I can do that. Like, that's okay for me not to do, right? Like, I'm giving you complete permission. You're not a bad mom. Um, And it's okay because I have other goals or things. Like, I that time that they were at daycare, I was spending, you know, working on things that were lighting me up and things that were to my personal goals, right? It's okay. It's not selfish to have personal goals and work on those things. My, It, it wasn't like I was doing anything mean to my kids by not showing up to that. Do you know, I guess I I hope you see where I'm coming along, you know, and another thing, like when my kids get older, I see some of these parents where their kids are in tons of functions, tons of sports, tons of this, tons of that. I'm a, I'm very, um, I believe very strongly that when we try to do everything, 
we can't do anything good. Like we're just going to be mediocre at everything. And then also from a sanity standpoint as a parent, my kids are not going to be allowed to do tons of multiple things. It's going to be like, okay, you're going to focus on one to two things and we're going to focus on doing these really good versus doing all these things half-assed. Like that's just, and that's just my opinion, right? Like you can totally not agree with this, but I also don't think, like, I'm not going to be my child's slave, <laughs> you know, like later on, chauffeuring them around to everything all day, every day. Like, so it's kind of like, and I know, like, I'm saying this, I know there's going to be people that take it in a wrong way, but I know there's also going to be those moms that are like, oh, good, like, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay. Like, I feel like that too, but I'm not, I don't want to say anything because then I'm going to look like a bad mom. And it's like, okay, we got to get rid of that. Like, there's different ways of parenting styles. There's different things to, ways to go about it. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't have a life. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you don't take care of you and everything in the world revolves around your kids 24 seven. I don't, I, so I don't think it's healthy to overindulge kids. <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't mean for this to turn into a rant, but, um, let me kind of go back again to where I was stemming from is basically say no more. All right. So really think about those things that you can take, say no to, and that those things that you've been feeling obligated to do that you really don't want to do. And bottom line is you don't have to do them. So that way you can create more time for you. Because that's the whole point of what I'm trying to get at through this whole podcast today is like, how can we find more time for you so you can take care of you so you can have self-care because it's very important. Self-care is exercises included in self-care. Right, you're taking care of your body and you're taking care of your mind. Um, and then the last thing that I'm going to share with you is the one minute rule. And I'm not talking about like when you drop food on the floor and you're like, oh my god, I can eat this. Like, wait, wait, maybe that's the one second rule. <laughs> I don't know. I do the one minute. Actually, I don't. Like, I'll be honest. Depending on whose floor and what floor we're in, I will eat stuff off the floor. If it's my own floor, I know it's clean. I'm going to eat it. And you know what? I feel like when my kids are like that, I, I let them because it's building up their immune system. But anyways, what I'm talking about here, though, the one minute rule is if something can is something takes only one to two minutes to do, then do it right then and there and don't wait to do it later. Um, because for one, that's more things on your mind of like, oh, my mental to-do list. But also, if you could just get it out of the way, like, you're going to feel, for one, you're going to feel like, I got my shit together. Like, I got this done. But it's just getting it out of the way so you don't have to worry about it later and then wait for all these little one-minute things to accumulate. For instance, like little bitty messes your kids make. You know, it's like, oh, I, I have to get out of this mentality too. I used to be like, well, what's the point? They're going to make another mess. And then I have to, might as well just wait till the end of the day. And then it's like, whoa, like bombarded mess. And it's now it's taking me 30 minutes. Now, if I would have just taken those little one to two minutes here and there to clean up these messes, at the end of the day, I probably were looking at like only like 10, 15 minutes, you know, cutting that, that, that time in half. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples. Oh, another example is mail <laughs> like paper right like are you somebody that has like mail and paper like everywhere once again that's clutter it's taking up your mental energy um so what I do is as soon as I get mail I open it up and then I like okay throw it in the trash or if it's a bill I have um by my door I have this like hanging shelf and I put all my stuff there and then like once a week I'll go through it and pay whatever needs to be paid or take care of whatever 
Um, but like I said, if it's something that can be done right then and there in one to two minutes, just do it then and then you'll be good. And and a lot of it has to do also like you can really apply this like to cleaning a lot like in your house, like picking up those little things like you see something on the floor or, you know, I'm pretty sure when things come about, you're going to realize like, oh, yeah, I could just do that in, like one minute. Um, so anyway, so those are my things. Those are my tips on how to not to make more time, but to create I guess to create more time by utilizing the time that you have, right? So these are all practical things you can do to, like I said, really reevaluate and take back your time. And why is this so important? Not only is it important for your sanity as a mom, but it's really important because if you are not taking time for you, if you have a goal, right? Like if you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to get fit, you um, are not taking, and just really this all boils down to taking care of yourself. If you don't feel like you're taking care of, you're not going to be happy or fulfilled. You're not going to show up as a good mom. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be moody. Um, It's just really taking care of you is setting a strong foundation for a good family, right? Like I know it was say like happy wife, happy life. <laughs> well, same applies to moms, right? Same applies to you. If you are feeling like you're being taken care of, you're not going to feel so much hostility and sometimes to be honest, resentment, right? Like resentment from these, from our loved ones. We love them to death and we want to show up for them. But if you feel like all you're doing is giving, 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 you can start to feel like that resentment like what about me like when do I get to have when does something when does I have to get give to myself right so you really have to be diligent about creating that time for yourself and and putting that foot down and saying like I need this time for me and not having the mom guilt or not making your husband make you or not having your husband make you feel guilty because you wouldn't have time for you you are entitled to that you're still a freaking human being you're still yourself right yes you're a mom but you're still you right you're still your own person So I hope that this was really inspiring, helpful for you. And I know that it gave you a lot of things to do, but maybe just really start with reevaluating with how you spend your time and then start implementing a couple of these things and seeing how it works and realizing that this is something that you're going to have to tweak for you and it's going to take time. This is not all these things that I do that I shared with you have been me working on this since my kids were born. (laughs) My oldest is five and now I just feel like I'm really starting to get the hang of things. Um, And not that I'm saying it takes five years to do this stuff, but just allow yourself that grace, you know, where it's going to take trial and error to figure this out for you and make it work for you. But I'm going to leave you with that. Um, Thanks for joining me today on today's podcast. And it would mean the world for me if you would um, leave a review, give me some five stars. If you really found um, this helpful, you find my podcast helpful in general, because that really helps the podcast to be seen by more people on iTunes. And then also, I just love to hear the positive feedback and to know that I'm in the right direction of of helping people because I'm not doing this just to hear my own voice. Like I, I want to really give practical things that you as a mom can do and, and implement. And so those reviews really help me to know if I'm heading in that right direction. But I'll leave you guys with that and I'll see you in um, next week's episode. Bye for now.